Yes. Hello. All right. You made it. You were the, the contingent that stayed dry this morning and then you're in a little space. That's good. Um, quick announcement. Tomorrow you have the opportunity at 4.30 to just be on here and we'll do some MFR. We got an hour of MFR. 4.30 tomorrow afternoon. If you don't have one of these the cross balls, you could come in here tomorrow and grab some. Um, you can you can come grab our balls or, uh, you know, or we'll hand you your balls or you can make all of the jokes you want from this. And that's really the only reason we do this MFR therapy is because you can make a lot of jokes in terrible taste. I apologize. We've started in child's pose. Come on and join us. Take some time to land in your space. Notice what's here with you. Maybe you came into this, onto this mat, super clear. And maybe life's been heavy. Maybe somewhere in between. But you're just taking a few moments to know what it is that is working through you. With that perspective of a good listener, right? a good listener who doesn't judge, doesn't have expectations, but pays attention in order to understand. So today's practice can be a pretty garden variety flow, but also a focus on the backline strengthening that we all as human beings in the 21st century can use. So bring your attention to the backside of your body. Send your breath there. So like the warm up to both the physical practice and your awareness of your back, of your hips, the back of your legs, right? Next inhale, come on up to down dog. And here we come, become a little more attuned to that back line. And so set your gaze between your feet. If things along your back line are, are tight or tense, it's going to be tempting to wiggle around. Come back to center and get still. We will purposefully move, I promise. Right now, though, what is going on? Right before you try to change or fix anything or avoid it, which is what the pedaling out and down dog is, let's get real. Pedaling out and down dog is avoiding this thing here. Before you change anything, what is it? What's going on? Why does what wants to move want to move? Can you tell what you need, which is usually not distraction if you came to a yoga mat? Right. Next inhale, shift forward to a high plank and take your time, align your shoulders over your wrists or your wrists direct a little bit in front of your shoulders. Right? So give yourself a little more room. If you, have, if you have the goal of building core strength in your practice, go hands a little forward of your shoulders. Then pull your heart forward, chest forward. Good. From here, press back to down dog and pause. Right? If you adjusted the stance when you did the plank, keep that stance right here. We're going to, yeah. So if you moved your hands forward or back, keep them where they were for that plank. And then we're going to shift forward and back from the plank to the down dog, right? Which may be a, a more lengthened thing than you're used to. That's totally fine. Right? Go back and forth with your breath. Inhale forward, exhale back. 
Right? And you want to be breathing at a pace that feels unhurried, right? but not gratuitously slow. So that the breath feels natural, it's calming, it's soothing to your nervous system. Good. Really good. One more of those. Super nice. Be fully in the breath pattern. When you exhale to down dog, really press into the down dog. Right? You're here, you're breathing. And every inhale and exhale, the chance to deepen this posture. Right? If you need out of this posture, you come to child's pose. We're in down dog right now and we're staying. And I know it's a drag, except you came to yoga, so you knew this was part of it. So press your hands down and forward. Press your hips up and back. Get your breath moving you deeper into the pose. For every inhale, hands down and forward, hip crease up and back. Every exhale, heels down. They don't need to get to the mat and feet pulling outward. You're just like you got things to do. Like you don't need to wiggle around because you got things to do. One more breath here. Then when you're empty, walk your hands back to your feet. Take ragdoll. Feet wide. Okay, goof off. Now like do whatever you gotta do. Like goof off. Do your your best wiggling, do your best swaying. Unless all of a sudden you're attracted to being still. If you are, be still. Right, but just get all that stuff out. Whatever you gotta get out. And then come on back to center. Bend your knees enough so your chest and your thighs connect and let your head go. Right. So you could take your arms around one another. You could take your arms around your legs. You could take your hands behind your back. Right. Hold, like, like arm position up to you. Pick one. Right. And uh, if you're not sure, try one out. If it doesn't work, you got options. And stay and breathe. Press your feet down and out. Right. So every exhale, you got something to do. It's press your feet down and out. Inhale, spread your rib cage. So feel the expansion of the back and the front. Nice. One more round here. Breath in and breath out. Then you're going to bring your arms between your chest and your thighs. We're going to sit back to a half squat and press your arms into your thighs, fingertips touching together. You're going to draw your heart forward. Right, so we got this like halfway lift or a, you know, offensive line position, whichever you want to think of it. And then exhale, bow, chest to thighs, let your head go. Right, so inhale, you're sitting back into a half squat, drawing your heart forward, back muscles working. And then when you exhale, we're just going to reverse that and let the back muscles release just completely. And stay with this. The third layer we're going to add, press your arms out into your legs. Press your legs into your arms. So the arms are, are slightly to the inside of the thighs. They're pressing outward so the legs can press inward. Things start to wake up. Yes? No, maybe? Okay. It's good that Malika was your spokeswoman there. Otherwise, we might have more to do here. Okay. Arms press out, legs press in. When you're taking that half squat, half lift, Pull the shoulder blades toward the hips. Pull your heart forward, spine in. Two more. And you got breath that's long. Okay. 
of thin ribbon-like breath of Ujjayi. Unhurried, but not overly slow. And release into this. We'll catch uh, legs. So you can catch your ankles. You can catch calf muscles. You're going to catch behind you. So whatever your, your hands are, are touching the back of the legs. Pull chest to thighs. Keep your knees bent as much as you need to for the body to be uh, connected. So your rib cage is touching your legs. Head is hanging free. Jaw soft. Face soft. Breath in. Breath all the way out, get empty. Pause as you're there, totally empty, a little bit more than you took in. As you inhale, slow release, we'll walk the hands back out to that long plank position. Pull the heart forward, lower halfway down. Breathe in for upward facing dog, press your feet down, press your hands down. Exhale your knees down, thighs down, hips down, stop there. Inhale, squeeze your shoulder blades together on your back and pull them down towards your hips. Lower slowly down until your sternum touches the mat. Inhale, shoulder blades together, pull them down toward your hips. Exhale, lower down, almost touch your nose to the ground. Locust pose, squeeze your arms, squeeze your legs. Let them lift, abdominals in, heart forward, spine in, squeeze your shoulder blades toward the spine. And slow release down, hands underneath your elbows, press back to downward facing dog. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. Good. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop up there. Breathe in, lift halfway. Get that action we had in the squat where the hips are going back, hearts going forward, spine's coming in. And then exhale, fold. Root your feet down, inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, stand your fingers. Exhale, we'll bow. Press your feet into the floor. Really stamp them in. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, knees down, thighs down, hips only. Breathe in, shoulder blades together and down. All the way to your sternum. And again, shoulder blades in and down. Breathe in. Almost touch your nose on your exhale. Arms at your midline and then squeeze arms and legs, lift them up for locust. Then slow release down. Hands underneath the elbows, press up. Downward facing dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Drive your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose, squeeze your arms, squeeze your legs, fan your toes and fingers. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, shoulder blades in towards center and down toward your hips. Plant your hands, low push up, press the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, knees down, thighs down, you got hip points down. Squeeze, shoulder blades together. Down toward your hips, high cobra. Lower slowly, sternum. And then baby cobra, squeeze and pull the shoulder blades down. Good, slowly lower down. Almost touch your nose, bring your arms, but just a little bit off the floor. Then squeeze, arms and legs to lift into locust. Squeeze the shoulder blades together. 
Slow release down. Press up, hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Downward facing dog. Look forward. Walk lightly. Hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up. Mountain pose. Breathe out. Sit back. Reach forward. Ukatasana. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up. Exhale. Fold. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Breathe out. Low push-up. Breathe in, high push-up. Breathe out, lower all the way to the floor. Arms at your sides, but a little off the ground. Then squeeze arms and legs and pull the shoulder blades into center locus. Slow release, down, press up. Hands and knees, down dog. Walk your hands back to your feet. Sit deep into a low squat. Breathe in. Breathe out, press into your heels. Stand up, lace your fingers, knuckles to the ceiling. Breathe in, sit back, hands at heart, low squat. Breathe out, catch your legs, hug in. Breathe in, walk your hands out to a high plank. Breathe out, lower halfway down. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway, spine in, heart forward. Bow forward, breathe out. Press your feet down, breathe in and reach up. Mountain pose. Breathe out, sit back, reach forward, Ukatasana. Press your feet down, breathe in and reach up. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push-up. High push-up, breathe in. Low push-up, breathe out. All the way to the mat. Arms at your side, a little off the floor. Then shoulder blades, squeeze, arm squeeze. Oh, hamstrings, glute muscles on. Slow release down, press up, hands and knees, tuck your toes. Walk back. Sit low, deep squat. Press your heels down, exhale. Stand up and punch the ceiling with the knuckles. Inhale, sit back, deep squat, hands at heart. Chest up. Then exhale, fold, hug in. Inhale, walk your hands out, high plank. Exhale, low push up. Stay tight. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Have a breath here, in through your nose. Let it out through your mouth. Walk your hands together at center, so you got the A-frame dog. Then right foot forward, low lunge. Stomp if you want to, and back, A-frame dog. Left foot, step forward, little sound as you can make. Press into your hands, good, step back, down dog. Right foot forward, outside the right hand. Inhale, down dog. Exhale, left foot forward. Press into your hands, inhale, down dog. One more set, exhale, right foot forward. 
steady breath. Inhale, down dog. You're here for a beat. There is no rush. Step your left foot forward. Press into your hands. Get back to down dog. Core body in so you don't get that little dip. Pause here. Breath here. Open your mouth. Let it go. Now look forward. Step your right foot forward. Then your left. Sit down. Malasana. Inhale. Yep. And then exhale. Bow forward. Walk your feet together. Breathe in. Reach up. Mountain pose. Breathe out. Sit low. Ukitasana. Breathe in. Press your feet down. Stand up. Reach up. Exhale. Fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog, walk your hands to center. Left foot steps forward, right foot follows, toes turn out, sit down, malasana. Breathe in, it's like your halfway lift. And then breathe out, bow, walk your feet together. Go to one more side of those. Breathe in. Reach up. Mouth. Breathe out. Sit back. Reach forward. Breathe in. Stand up and reach up. Breathe out. Bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hand. Low push-up. Stay for the entirety of your exhale. Don't rush this. Breathe in. Upward facing dot. Breathe out, down dog. As you go, hands together. Right foot steps forward, toes turn slightly out. Left foot steps forward, sit down, malasana. Good. Bow forward, hands to the mat, walk your feet together. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, sit back, reach forward. Breathe in, stand up, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Hands together. Left foot steps. Toes turn slightly out. Right foot steps up. Toes turn slightly out. You're in a malasana squat. Hard high. And then hands to the mat. Bow forward. Walk the feet together. Good. Breathe in. Ukatasana, chair pose. Breathe out. Bow forward. Breathe in. Fingertips on the floor. Walk your feet hip distance apart. Half lift. Right leg goes back. Low lunge. Breathe in. Crescent. Breathe out. Hands to heart. Then the mat. Step back. High to low push up. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out, down dog. Breathe in, right leg back and up behind you. Breathe out, bend the knee, open the hip. Breathe in, extend the leg, reach through the toes. Breathe out, tuck the knee into the chest, rock forward far as you can in that knee and plank step. Breathe in, reach up, crescent. Breathe out. Hands in, then reach them forward, step up, top of the mat, pull your leg in with your core body. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, Ukatasana, chair pose. Spine in, heart up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, fingertips to your mat, walk your feet, hip distance apart, bend the knees as much as you need to pull your chest forward, spine in. Then left leg back, low lunge. When you inhale, it's crescent. There's no rush to get there. Two different postures. Hands down, step back, high to low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. And breathe in, left leg, up and back behind. Breathe out, bend the knee, open your hip. Abdominals in, don't let it get floppy. Inhale, straighten the leg, reach. Exhale, knee to chest. Rock forward, step. Press into your feet, crescent, reach. Hands to heart, reach them forward, step up, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, full good work. Take on sun B, sit your hips back, lift your chest and reach. Exhale, bow forward, press into your feet. Make sure your knees are over your ankles, not knocked together. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Empty, look to your right hand, take a quick step, right foot underneath you, back foot flat, reach up, warrior one. Hands to heart, then the mat. Step back, high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out. Downward facing dog. Look to your left hand. Quick step. Left foot forward. Breathe in. Reach out. Hands to heart. To the mat. Step back. High to low. Or drag the foot back. High to low. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Everything's legal. Downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Again, look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, spine in, heart forward. Breathe out, bow forward. Sit your hips low, chest up, reach your arms. Ukatasana. And bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Press all the way into it. It's a pose. Respect it. Then right foot steps quickly forward. I know it wants to go back, but don't let it. Reach up. And then hands to heart, to the mat. Step back, high to low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Press into the down dog. Right, no drawbacks, step straight forward with the left foot. Yeah, we're not kicking soccer balls here. Reach up, right, that's a different practice. It's a good one. Hands to heart, then the mat. Step back, high to low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog or child's pose. You got a breath here. And breath all the way out. 
good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, hop of the mat, rest your feet down, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, spine in, good. Breathe out, fold. Add on to that, sit your hips back, Ukatasana. be sure the knees are right over the ankles, not knocked in together. Exhale, bow fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, press into down dog, really make it a pose, work it. That pesky step forward, quick step, right foot forward, back foot flat. Breathe in, reach up, warrior one. We're gonna open to warrior two. When you get here, pause, look to your front knee, front toes, we're gonna use eyes. Breathe, steady yourself. When you're sure that your front knee and your front toes point straight ahead, same direction, bring your right hand down, put it to the outside of the hip, like your hip, so your bum. Put your hand to the uh, exterior bum muscles. Then use those muscles. Feel feel with when you let the knee go. Let it go in toward the big toe. Then activate the leg. Pull it out with those muscles. Those. Sit deep. Keep them. Warrior two. Next inhale. Reverse. And then exhale. Cartwheel up before you cartwheel down. Down dog or low push-up. From the low push-up, you take your back bend. We meet up in the down dog. You press into that down dog, go all the way, don't waste the time. Look to the left foot, step the left foot, that pesky like hard step, do it. Breathe in, reach up. We're opening the word two, you're setting your gaze. When you get there, you're here. Now, use your eyes. For most of us, toes or knee want to point in, get really sophisticated, right? The more sophisticated we get this practice, the easier that is to, to miss. Then uh, once you're satisfied, toes point forward, knees point forward, hand to the outside of your bum here, and it's your bum, you can touch it. Right, so you feel these muscles here, drop the knee in, they let go. Pull the knee in line, they work, right? Yeah, do that a few times till you can feel it, right? Close your eyes, so stop looking at the knee or look straight ahead. Feel that the legs engage, sit deeper. Then inhale, reverse, but keep those muscles going. So you know right now, even though you're not looking, knees still pointing straight ahead. Come up through warrior two, check the knee with your eyes. Hands to the mat, step back, high to low. Breathe in. And we'll breathe all the way out, downward facing dog. We're gonna bring this to child's pose. Rest your head on the floor or a block. Let your eyes close if you can. Your face soften, the mask just drops. Notice anything that's trying to happen right now, right? whether it's thoughts or wiggles, and just investigate. There's no judgment. Again, we're just listening as that good listener to understand. Right? We hear child's pose safe space to just be. That work we were doing is just it's hard. If it is, like, you know, a lot of times our brain wants to kind of start to natter away at ourselves. You're allowed to just acknowledge that's hard. 
It's okay. Steadying yourself here. One more breath. We're going to come up to hands and knees. And we're going to work with the right hand tracing forward to fingertips. So you're just getting the right hand out from underneath you on fingertips. Like you get that going. Send the left leg back beyond your toes. All right. So we're going to try to take as much weight out of the fingertips and toes as we can and put work, not weight, but work into the left hand and the right foot. So press those things into the floor. When you do, you might feel that your abdominals kick in. Anyone have their abdominals during the party when they ground down? Yeah, cool. Okay. Squeeze the arm and leg. Let them lift themselves from that squeezing that they're doing. You're going to keep right, that pressure of the left hand and the right foot as the main thing. The arm and leg, they're squeezing. We're trying to get both straight. And we like to get the leg no higher than the hip and the arm no lower than the shoulder. And it, you can't see your leg. If you try to turn and look at your leg, it's not going to work. Squeeze the back of the leg so you can feel or you can imagine your leg is in line with your hip. Breathe in, reach. Breathe out. Come back, hands and knees. Go ahead here. Take some wiggles. Take some cat-cow. Take some side-side. Let it get weird on your mat. Totally fine. Just move out of that thing. That was a lot of stability. Now mobility. Oh, the sweatshirt's coming off. You know that's what I live for. That's what I live for right there. Mm -hmm. Coming back to center. I mean, that and croissants. That, two things. Uh, press into your hands. Press into your feet. Feel that action. We're going to slide left fingertips forward. And right leg back. Toes and fingers are on the mat. Focus on the right hand and the left foot. Those are the linchpins. That, those are your most valuable players right there. Squeeze left arm, right leg. Breathe here, balance, bird dog. You're going to let left arm and right leg take care of themselves. Squeeze as much as you can. That back leg is working like locust, trying to keep the hips level. The, uh, the arm, it, it may come up to the shoulder height. You may not quite have it there yet. That's totally fine, but you're working the left shoulder blade toward the spine to get that. Okay, so this is like Makarasana in the air. Just what you wanted to hear. Breath in. And then when you exhale, slow release of hand and knee to the mat. And again, go ahead, wiggle it out. Cool. I'm going to come back to center line. Left hand in line with your left knee. Just check that and let it go a little in front of your shoulder. Right leg sends back into steps back into kneeling side plank. We're going to work with kneeling side plank. Uh, we're going to turn into a kneeling half moon in a moment. But press the left foot into the floor. Press the left hand into the floor. Again, those are your most valuable pieces. Uh, for right now, let's take the right hand to the hip okay, so that you feel uh, the hip bone right there with the first two fingers. Pull up on that hip bone. Pull so you're, you're stacking the hip. Squeeze the right leg to lift it. Press your heel toward the back wall. Squeeze the leg. You're going to do two things at once. You're going to imagine pulling the leg bone into its hip socket and pressing the heel into the back wall. Two things. you got pelvic floor muscles pulling the leg toward. Right? They're working to stabilize at the hip. And you got leg muscles pressing out. Squeeze the back of the leg. Squeeze the front of the leg. Now float the right arm up. 
You can bend it, you can keep it straight, but make sure it doesn't go behind you. Right? If it's going behind you, that is a subtle way of cheating. I'm just going to put it out there. And we, we'd all feel better if we let our arm go behind us. Instead, go straight up, middle finger through the ceiling. On your exhale, right hand down, right knee down. Sit back to child's pose, pause, close your eyes. There's a good chance you feel some things. They're valid. Even if what you feel is this is the worst yoga teacher I've ever had. Yeah, totally. It's valid. It's valid. But then you start to notice how you're creating your experience. Right. And maybe what you're creating, you really, really like and you amplify it. Maybe what you're creating is neutral. Totally cool. Right. That's, maybe what you're creating, you don't want more of that. So you have a shift. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees. Does anyone feel their right hip still? Oh, good. Yeah. And guess what tomorrow is going to be like? Right hand out in front of you. Guess why we're doing MFR tomorrow. Uh, right hand out in front of the right shoulder. You're still pressing right hand, right foot. Left leg's going to go back, foot's down. Let the right leg come out like a kickstand as much as you like. We're going to open up kneeling side plank. Right? Okay. And get this with the foot on the floor. That You're just turning and getting the, the chest as turned to the side as you can. Then left hand to the left hip bone, find it, just pull up on it just lightly, lightly, just enough to feel that you've kind of shifted into that hip square to the sidewall position. Then squeeze the leg, let it lift itself. So, you know, you don't want that to happen fast. If that happens fast, you probably kicked it up. Squeeze it up okay, so that you really have stabilized it before you take it off the ground. We're so quick to try to get off the ground that we often don't stabilize and then it's hard to stay off the ground. Leg at hip height, no higher, no lower. Imagine pulling it in toward the, the into the hip socket. Right? That's something that your core body is going to do, uh, which is an imaginary thing, but it's my body connection. Then press out through the heel. That's squeezing the front of the thigh. Right? Got to squeeze the front of the thigh. Squeeze the back of the thigh. Glute muscle squeeze. Pelvic floor muscles. Low belly is what's pulling the leg bone into the hip socket. Don't worry, it's not going to leave the hip socket. But you're stabilizing it there. The breath in. Take the arm up over uh, the shoulder. And again, you just want to make sure that's in one straight line up. Good, right? It would be so much nicer to let the arm go behind. That would do a counterbalance, but we're not going to do that. You're going to balance for real. Squeeze the arms, pull your chest forward, and then exhale, hand and knee to the mat. Sit back, child's pose. Did someone call for Jesus? Oh, good. Yeah. 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 I don't know if he works on Saturdays, but um, I think he'd be in support of you having really strong hip muscles. I do. Breath in. Breath all the way out. That was great. That was great work. No doubt, that's hard. Gonna get better soon. Next inhale, come on up to down dog. Take a moment. Arrive. Land where you landed. Is what it is. And then what do you do to intensify this in service of what you came here to do? Or what do you do to give yourself some ease if this is overwhelming. 
So down dogs oppose, we come through a lot in this practice. You know that. You've been here. Good. And it can become kind of a, a throwaway. It can be like the, we do all the things, and then we come to down dog. But it's a really good pose. It's more like the desert island pose. Like, you can't do anything? Do this. Press your feet down. Press your feet out. Knees bent as much as you need them to be. Press your hands down. Press your hands forward. And then could you send your hips up higher? And if not, try a little softness in your knees until you can get just more length through your spine. I say it all the time, but uh, I'm going to say it again. When a dog gets up and dress stretches like this, he's not stretching his hamstrings. She's not stretching her hamstrings. They're stretching their spine up through their tail, right? That's what we're doing. We're trying to get spine in, lengthened, lifted, decompressed. Look forward to your hands. Walker lightly hop, top of the mat. Hands to about mid-shin. We're going to pull the spine in, heart forward. You're going to stay in a halfway lift. I don't know if this is the first or second most useful pose we do, but it's, it's up there. Spine in, heart forward, bend your knees enough to take any round out of the back, right? Just play with that, play with that, play with that. Bend your knees just a little bit more because it's beautiful. Pull your chest forward more now. Yeah. That's good. Really good. Feels different? That's good. I mean, it was good before, but this is like just one more step. Exhale, release down slowly. Feet together. We're going to wrap the arms around the legs and hug in. Good. All right. You're going to sit your hips back, Ukitasana. And then the first thing we're going to do is let the knees fall in against each other. Right? Bring the knees in line with their own ankle. So big toes are touching, heels are slightly apart. If your heels are slightly apart, the ankles are two or more or less degree apart. Knees over the ankles. One thing you can think about, um, if you've been to the gym recently, those bands that they use, like going around the legs for like everything these days, it's like you're pressing out into one of those bands. Right? And keep that, hands to heart, twist to your right. And you can hook the elbow over or you open your arms and have a forearm or a wrist to leg action. And now press the arm into the leg. But did your knee just fall back towards center? Probably so, right? Press your leg out into your arm. Different, yes? Yeah, different, right? Breath in and breath out. You're continuing to press right leg into the arm, right? Just, and stamp the left foot down too. Keep the, keep the left foot really active, but it's that right knee out into the arm we're looking for. One more breath in. If you want to open the arms, go for it. And then when we exhale, we're going to bow forward. Walk feet apart. Parangasasana, you take the peace fingers around the big toe. No strangling the big toe. Heart forward, spine in again. We're at a different angle. It's not going to be quite the uh, half. But then press the toes into the fingers. Not fingers to toes, but toes to fingers. Fold forward. Elbows go out to the sides. Yeah, you're bending the arms. Whatever degree you can here. Breathe. Undo that, walk the feet together, and ukatasana, chair pose. Okay, knock the knees together. Okay. Okay. Then bring the knees out over their own ankles. This is the same action as warrior two. Does that make sense what we're doing earlier, what we're doing right now? Similar, keeping the knees aligned over the ankles. Hands to heart center, sit your hips way back, twist, 
right arm outside the left leg. Left leg can then press into the arm. You can take the arms, you know, whatever degree of straightening you want with this. But what's going to happen is the knees are going to try to knock together again because that's easier. Believe it or not, even though it still feels hard, it's easier, right? And instead of letting the bones knock together and hug us up, right, you're using the muscles, particularly these outer hip muscles, these lateral movers, these stabilizers, right? these things that get turned off all day while we sit in a chair. Press the leg out into the arm. That also helps your twist. Coincidentally, breath in and then breath out, bow forward. Really good work. Walk the feet out, Padahastasana. The hands are going underneath, toes to your wrist creases. Standing in the cup of your palm. You can get your fingers out of the way. They don't need to be underneath you. Uh, just make sure you're not stepping on, on any like rings or, or small finger bones. Chest to thighs, bend your knees as much as you need to do that. And then you pull the hands up into the feet. Palms of the hands up into the balls of the feet. Your chest is on your thighs. Whatever it takes to bend your knee, like whatever bend it takes, get there. And then pull the hands up into the knees. Pull your head toward the ground a little bit. The upper back work there. So that's the pulling of the shoulder blades toward the hips. Your strengthening work for that. And slow release of the hands. And walk your feet together. Pick up your heels, crouch down low. So toes together, heels together. We're crouched down, knees out to the sides. Arms to legs. You don't have to go any further. This is crow pose. But press your feet together. Here's the game. You have super glued your feet together. One is not going to come up first. I know. I don't like it either. Press your hands down. Press your feet together. Rock your weight forward. Yeah. I don't tell you these things because I like them. I tell you because it's the thing that's going to get the kind of pelvic floor and core body engaged. Right. You want that symmetry of feet pressing together. Rather than climbing one leg and then the other, it's hard to then get back into that pelvic floor uh, action. Instead of discombobulating just to get in the pose, combobulate and get into the pose that way. You'll stay and be working things that you want to work. Heart forward, feet back, little push up, something like that. We'll make our way to Danda. Breath in and breath out and just. Another reminder that it is not important you ever get your feet off into crow. But if you're taking that preparation and you're really working your feet together and you're really working your legs to arms, that is uh, pelvic floor health work. So for those of us that, let's get real, all of us care about those muscles. Stay, do it, do the work. Don't worry about not getting up into crow. It's a good pose for other reasons than arm balancing. But you know, if you want to show off to your friends, that's cool. I won't. Don't judge. You know, look through your hands, walk or crawl to seated. Come on down to your back, arms at your sides. Press your feet down. You know, lift to bridge. Cool. All right. You can take arms at your sides. You can take arms underneath you. you know, press your feet down, press your elbows down, press the back of your head down. And then you're just going to. You might close your eyes for this because you're not going to be able to see uh, if you're doing this properly, so it won't matter. Are your toes pointing straight ahead? It's not important that they are, but where are they pointing? Do you know? Are they both both feet pointing the same direction? 
I'll tell you, looking around the room, a lot of us aren't, and it's totally cool. We have a stance, right? Can you try pointing your toes towards the front of your mat? Everything parallel, right? Can you get the second and third toe pointing forward just from paying attention and knowing where your feet are? Right? Breathe in and breathe out. So for you, I'm going to orient in a little bit. Heels out, uh, heels out. Yeah. A little more, like like quarter inch out of the heels. Mm, there. Good. Yeah. Bring your left toes. Point a little more forward. Mm-hmm. Really good. Good. Slowly release down. Pause. Walk your feet out wide and let your knees move in windshield wipers. Really good. So if pointing your toes straight ahead, if that hurt you, I, like, you can always just get out. Anything that hurts you, that's the rule here, like get out, right? But just starting there and like knowing where your feet are pointing, it's good mind-body connection work because we have patterns, right? And if we don't notice our patterns, we can't help ourselves out of them. And not that you need to help yourself out of a foot pattern, but just kind of that building your own awareness. Coming back to center. And we're going to do the same thing, except you're going to walk the feet just slightly wider than your hips. And you're going to turn your toes slightly out to the side, like we do in Malasana. So the legs aren't as wide as Malasana, but the toes are pointing to those corners, right? Breathe, feel that you're here. Then you're going to go up again for bridge. Press your feet down, lift your hips. You may find you get a lot more height out of this. You might not. It might not be as, uh, as useful to you as the first one. If this hurts, please don't do it. Like, do something else. But if legitimately it's just a new thing for you, cool. Make sure your feet are underneath your knees and not too far in front of them. Right? It, it's a little different. Then if you want to place your hands beside your ears and go up for a wheel, this may be an, an access point with the legs a little wider, feet a little uh, turned out. Who knows? You press your hands down, do your shoulder blades lift. If your shoulder blades lift, does your head lift? Right? And again, these are just questions that you're playing with. There's no judgment. There's there's no achieving some level of advancement. There's just like, does it work today? And then slowly release down. Good stuff. Supta Soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. And close your eyes. Let your face soften. Feel the backside of your body on the mat. What's touching the floor? Bring your awareness deep within you. Feeling the backside of your body, whether against the floor or in everyday just standing posture. It's a good way to calm the mind, good way to decrease anxiety and to just bring your attention in. Uh, you ever notice if you get really kind of stunned by something, you kind of want to get your back against the wall, right? And it's just feeling that we can get when we've got an awareness of the back of our body that, that brings us inward to a safe space instead of everything being outward and swirling around us. Use it as needed. It's an easy yoga trick. Maybe not a trick. Bring your knees together. Hug them in toward your chest. And take a belly twisting pose if you want to put a block between your knees. Go for it. If you want to pretend you have blocks in your knees, that's even harder. You can pretend you have that block. 
purpose of this is to keep the knees in line with the hips, keep the feet in line with the knees, just like we did in Utkatasana. But coincidentally, if you prefer something a little lighter, bring your knees together, feet together, do it like that. And shoulder blades pressing the floor, back of your head pressing the floor. One more round through. back to center and soles of the feet to the floor and take the block out of the way. Actually, put the block behind your head. We're going to roll onto the right side. So you're going to roll onto the right side of your body, block underneath your head or arm underneath your head if you don't have a block. And uh, the first thing you're going to do is be sure that your hips are stacked. So the left hip is on top of right. Put your hand on top of the left hip. You don't have to slap it like that. It was a sound effect. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you can. It feels good. Uh, so you've got this uh, stack of the hips you're going to keep. And then these muscles underneath your hand, they're going to raise the top leg into an open clamshell position. The feet stay together. The feet stay together. So clam stays, clam stays alive in this one. And then uh, knee slowly back down, hovers over the right. And so feet are together. And you lift the knee, just the knee. And then slow release of it. Make sure your hips stay square. They're not moving. But this muscle under your hand is lifting. And then you slowly lower the feet. Good. Really, really good. Stay with this. Move slow and with your breath. Make sure your hips aren't rocking. If the left hip uh, is rocking back, it's, it's just shaking. Squeeze the muscle. Don't worry about how high your knee gets. This is not a flexibility exercise. In case you didn't notice, this is not about how flexible you are. This is making the muscle on underneath the hand work. And the muscles of the inner thigh pelvic floor, right, they are stabilizing you as you do this. If your hips are rocking, that's not happening. One more round. And then slow release. Just pause with that. Pause where you are. Pause. There's no need to escape this. It's just your body worked, and now we're resting. And there's, there's sensations, there's feelings. You're going to breathe in. You're going to breathe out. And then you're just going to slowly make your way back to center. Then switch sides. Right. Right. So again, you're going to stack your hips. And, and let's do one where you let the right hip roll back and let the leg come up with the hip and then roll forward, right? So if you do it like that, you may feel something on the outer hip, but the inside's not going to get yeah, the same amount of work. So stack the hips, put your hand on top and just like you're holding yourself there. 
You're not letting the hips move. It's only the thigh muscle moving the leg bone that's going on. And first couple, you're going to be like, nah, what are we doing? And then like after the three or four, you're going to be calling for Jesus again. It's totally fine. <laughs> if these do happen to be challenging, guess what we need more of in our life? It's a slow release down and we don't quite touch. You could rest between. You, you definitely could. There's a reason if you've ever been to physical therapy for your knee, they probably gave you this. There's a reason. I think they may give you this in bridge for like every ailment there is. It's not a bad idea. Squeeze the muscle. Slow release. Keep squeezing. So building outer hip strength. Inner hip strength. And these are uh, not exercises that we do because we're going to do a lot of this action in everyday life. These are the muscles that stabilize us as we do our regular stuff. Two more, just steady and slow with your breath. A little bit of pause at the top, a little bit of hover at the bottom. And then when you've completed it, you're just going to pause, you're just going to stay. Okay, so there's this urge you have to have done something that's you know, real challenging to escape it, but you're just going to calm yourself with your breath. And it's small, right? But it's a small technique that we use to you know, take out in the world with us. That not everything calls for escape. And sometimes escape is not the best route. You're calm, stick with it. And slow release onto your back. Nice work. Bring your knees into your chest and move how you want to move. Just slow, steady movement, though. Like just a little rock. You want to take one knee in each hand. If you want to breathe, I recommend breathing. Yeah. Right ankle to the outside of the left thigh for reclined pigeon. Or if you have another favorite uh, right side hip opener on your back, go for it. If you want to take that recline pigeon twist or a rocking recline pigeon, all is legal. Really good. Three more breaths here. Make your way to the other side when you're ready. If you want some extra time here, for sure you take it. If the other side needs you to approach it some different way, feel free.
a breath here. And as you're ready, come on back to center and pause, knees to chest or happy baby. Just keep your back line still on the floor. So hips still, rib cage still, back of the head still. Ready for that. You feel like it's too much, just slide your hands down until it's not too much. Right. Hips heavy at center, right? And leg bones heavy. So you feel the entire back of your sacrum flat and still on the mat. So, as usual, I'm going to explain this pose is not actually called happy baby. This pose in Sanskrit is dead bug. And that is code for what you're supposed to do, like not dying bug. Not like, uh, like, like th there's a pose with the, where we shake everything. Dead bug. Right. It's meant to ground your sacrum, ground your rib cage, back of your heart, ground your brain, back of your head. Right. And if you feel like you got to roll around in it, you're just probably too far in. You're probably holding your hips off the floor or, or straining the neck. So slide your hands down. And this is a sensory thing. We're trying to prepare the body for shavasana, in which we're going to be still, which is hard for most of us now. Like we have 15-second attention spans. And breath in, and then breath out, slow release to shavasana. And like slow release, find the positioning of your body that allows you to be still. And then drop in. So that, that happy baby pose like, starts with the nervous system. That's why we don't move in it. But sometimes we do. Like when we do it in different points of the practice, we might. But before Shavasana, we take the Shishumna. Right? This is the, the yoga kind of understanding of it. The Shishumna, the most gracious channel of the body, which is tailbone to crown. Right? And we get it still. So that the nervous system, which resides there along your spine, can calm. And then you have Shavasana, in which you let the limbs right, and front body follow where you just put your nervous system. Right. And it gives us, a, at first, a physical action, dead bug. And then this posture of no action, which is harder, quite frankly. You're present, you're still, and you're not doing for a purpose. Feel the floor underneath you and the air on your skin. To hear the sounds around you and within you. And it's active awareness at rest.
when you're ready to move again, start with deepening your breath. Let it move what it moves, right? So you might feel your rib cage, you might feel your shoulders, your hips, but what's your breath doing? And as if you could move your breath out through your arms and legs, start to feel the limbs, the hands and the feet. Just find your fingers and toes, let them spread out face, your head stays real still, still letting your brain rest. Roll to your right side. You pause there. Pause, you feel the side of the body on the floor, the side of the body toward the air. And if you can, keep your eyes closed. Do, if not, no big deal. Come up to seated and sit any way that's comfortable for you. Land Good. Really land. Just give yourself that moment of stillness. Then it's not your clothes or your hair that you need to fix. Nothing needs to be fixed. But from the inside of your posture, how do you live? Brighten up, enlighten, become more buoyant. So you're adjusting inner experience as most of us usually only adjust our outer experience. From the inside out, your posture becomes radiant, light, awake and at ease. We'll draw hands together at heart center, adjust your inward, thumbs to forehead center, and a gesture toward one another. That was great, y'all. Thank you for being here. Namaste. Way cool. Super great. Have an awesome day. See you tomorrow. See you guys. Bye. Great shirt. That's an old one. Not, not old. None of us are old. It is a classic. So that's classic. <laughs>